Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Hi, friends, and thanks for listening to The Fashionista Life, brought to you by True Fashionistas, where you can sell, shop, and look fabulous. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, and today we have a short little podcast about the history of Michael Kors. You know the brand, which in 2021 celebrated its 40th anniversary. You most likely have owned at least one of his signature chunky MK initial bags, but what are the origins of Michael Kors? Well, he was a Project Runway judge whose name has become synonymous with haute couture, and you don't even pause to think about his regular critical views on the show. Kors was born as Carl Anderson Jr., and he was no stranger to the spotlight. His biological parents divorced when he was five, and his mother married businessman Bill Kors, which is how Carl got his new name. He said, my mother said to me, you're getting a new last name, so why don't you pick out a first new name? Isn't that cool? So cool. I just think that's awesome. And he said that his favorite name was Michael. His mother always allowed the five-year-old budding fashion protege to design her wedding dress, and she said that he designed the whole wedding. He told my mother what to wear, how to cut her hair, and we all listened to him. You could tell that he really knew what he was talking about. At five years old, nonetheless, and that was quoted by his mother. In the 1970s, he moved to New York City to attend FIT and then dropped out after only two semesters. He found work in the 70s at a French boutique, and he designed merchandise for his first collection in 1981. It was well-received, and he officially launched his fashion line, Michael Kors Women Collection, in May of 1981. Initially, he only sold in high-end department stores like Saks and Bergdorf's. And at the age of 23, he was climbing the fashion ladder and there was only one person that he knew he needed to impress. Can anyone in the audience guess who that is? It was Anna Wintour. And he would even get an audience with the one and the only Anna when she was at New York Magazine and and now she's at the Vogue Editor-in-Chief. But he went back to the basics, displaying his collection on his bed in his New York apartment, and Wintour was sufficiently impressed. And Coors made it into both magazines that year. That is pretty, pretty cool. His career began to skyrocket, and in the 80s, uh, 80s were very, very good to him. His design attracted celebrity fans, won several awards, and then came the 90s. The economy was just not doing well. His company was forced to file Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and in turn, he launched Coors by Michael Coors, which was a lower price line. He became the creative director of Celine, a French fashion house in 1997. And during this time, he continued to expand his brand and in 2003 was awarded the coveted Menswear Designer of the Year Award from the Council of Fashion Designers of America, the most prestigious prize in American fashion. So there you go, my friends. That is the history of Michael Kors. And thanks for listening to The Fashionista Life. I'm Jennifer Johnson, and this has been brought to you by True Fashionistas. Make your day fabulous. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.